I'm doing everything I should be doing, but my body just won't let me lose weight. I can't tell you how many times I've heard this phrase over the years or variations of this phrase. Wow, is my typical response. It's fascinating to meet the only person in the world that science doesn't apply to. Don't listen to this episode if you want to get lean. If you're comfortable with your big belly or just digging your dad bod, skip this one. Today, we're going to uncover the five most common mistakes that men make on the path to crafting a leaner and stronger physique. And I can guarantee you that if you have ever said, I'm doing everything I should be doing and my body won't just lose weight, you're doing at least one of these things. That's today on The Evolved Man. Welcome to The Evolved Man, where we are at war with the mediocrity of modern man. The Evolved Man is for men like you who are willing to be open, vulnerable, and aggressive learners. Men who are not afraid to disrupt and change. It's time we ditch the current conventional idea that we devolve with age, that the dad bod is our destiny, and that the glory days are behind us. Your best isn't behind you, and I'm here to provide you with practical tools, a few tips and tricks, and everyday wisdom to help you evolve into your highest form. Strong, lean, smart, educated, and emotionally intelligent. Now, let's go to war. Welcome back to the Evolved Man podcast, where we are at war with the mediocrity of modern man. Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Med One Capital, for sponsoring the Evolved Man. We appreciate all the support. The Med One Group exists for the sole purpose of making needed medical equipment available to the healthcare industry. You can find out more information at medonegroup.com. Also, I want to thank you for listening to the Evolved Man. The Evolved Man is part of our passion to provide no-cost of consumer content that will help you disrupt and evolve into your highest self. The Evolved Man podcast and community continues to grow, and I want to make sure people can find us to disrupt and evolve. So will you do me a favor? If you haven't yet, give us a rating on Apple or Spotify. Those ratings help us to grow the show, and I would love you forever. Also, for the month of September, our local listeners in Utah, we have a special deal to give to you as a gift. We have partnered with our friends at Nautical Bowls in Sandy, and we're doing a promo for all listeners of the podcast. If you go to the Sandy location at 21st and about 94th South in the Smith's parking lot, you can use the code EVOLVEBOGO for a buy one, get one free acai bowl. Thanks to Linnea Noah for giving us our this opportunity to give to our amazing listeners. And now, on to the show. Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I'm a big believer in hard work grinding it out and not stopping until it's done. So while I want you to stick around to the end of this episode and grind it out with me, I'm going to give you the list up front. If you only have a couple of minutes, hopefully something on this list is going to resonate with you. If you want to learn how to address the mistakes, then stay to the end. Okay, real quick, guys. If your time is limited, I want to give you the five mistakes you're making that are keeping you from losing weight. And if you stick around for the full episode, great. If not, Check yourself on these five things. Number one, you are not in a caloric deficit. Number two, you're not training hard or heavy enough. Number three, you're not disciplined with your sleep. And if you stick around, I'll explain why this is such an underrated piece to the equation and why 99.9% .9 of the people get this wrong. Number four, 
you're blowing it on the weekends. And number five, you don't have a strategy for staying active and eating well travel. All right. So if you're sticking around, do me a favor, will you? The best way you can help the channel is give us a rating and review on Apple, Spotify. As you know, I'm on a mission to help a million men evolve. And the only way I can do that is if you help me to get this out further. So I'd be forever indebted to you if you give us a rating on Apple and Spotify. Otherwise, let's jump right in. Number one, you are not in a caloric deficit. Plain and simple. Science has never changed. Calorie is a unit of measurement. It measures energy, or more specifically, it measures heat. I don't care what vegan Vinny or clean eating Caitlin says. If you're not in a caloric deficit, you will not drop fat. Vegan, intermittent fasting, keto carnivore, clean eating, et cetera, they're all tactics that can work with your lifestyle. Well, except vegan. That's horrible, and you really should never do that. But otherwise, eating in a way that works for your lifestyle and gives you energy is not just the key to getting lean. Being in the deficit is. So if you're static and you're not losing weight, you're not losing body fat, make a small adjustment. Pull back on 200, maybe 300 calories a day. And in about a week or two, you're going to start to see some more results on your body. Yes, technically, you can go higher with your deficit, but I'd rather you lose weight in a more sustainable way. That's what evolved men do. If it's sustainable on the way down, it will be more sustainable to maintain. Second, you're not training hard enough. Many of you know I live in Utah. If you've ever been to Utah or seen pictures of Utah, you've likely seen the picture of the Salt Lake Mormon Temple. This massive structure opened to Mormons in 1893. I think it took something like 40 years to build and is made primarily from granite that was cut out of the mountain just above where I live. In the mid-1800s, the stonecutters would work all day, probably for five or six days in a row before they took a break. They were cutting the rock from the quarry, chipping it away, shaping it, and honing it so that it could be stacked on top of each other to build the temple. Now, I'm no Mormon temple historian, and uh, but I can't imagine that the stonecutters cut for 45 minutes and then said, okay, time for my protein shake, and I'll be back in two days. But you know what? That's what you do. You go to the gym three times a week for 45 minutes, and then somehow you believe that you need a ton of time and food to, quote, recover. Guys, it's a scam. Most, quote, unquote, recovery talk comes from a complex that is designed to sell you supplements. Don't believe the hype. Just work harder, lift heavier, and then go do it again. Over time, your body will adapt. You see, what our ancestors learned when they were doing jobs like stone cutting was that if they kept doing the same work over and over again, the body would adapt. And if you lift heavier week after week, you will build muscle. For every pound of muscle you pack onto your body, you will burn an estimated six calories per hour more. Lift heavier and work harder. Stop pulling your punches and you will see the scale change positively. Third, you're not disciplined with your sleep. Okay, so I'm not going to keep this, or I'm not going to go deep on this. I'm going to keep this one simple, guys. Although we could dedicated an entire three-hour episode to sleep. But here's the facts. Poor sleep doesn't make you fat. That's a lie you've heard from a lot of people. It's not true. Poor sleep, however, affects two primary hormones. And by affecting those two primary hormones, you are secondarily 
affecting the way that you're losing body fat or not. The two primary hormones are leptin and ghrelin. Leptin and ghrelin are hormones that regulate hunger and satiety. When your leptin and ghrelin are off, you feel more hungry and you don't feel satisfied. So when you sleep well, you start the hormonal balancing cycle necessary to keep you consistent with your eating plan and help you avoid overeating. You don't gain weight because of poor sleep. You gain weight because your sleep is poor, leptin and ghrelin are off, and you don't realize that you are constantly hungry and not satisfied because these two hormones are dysregulated. Now, another time we'll jump into the power that sleep has for the sex hormones, androgen, mental health, uh, but for today's purpose, just know that when you sleep well, you regulate, regulate leptin and ghrelin, and you give yourself a leg up on the food game. So what do you do? Go to bed around 10 o'clock, sleep in at least, in the least amount of clothes that you can. Get your room temperature below 70 degrees. Get your room dark. Stop looking at screens for at least an hour before bedtime. And finally, have sex and have a great night's sleep. Sleep will balance your hormones, which will help you to balance and regulate your food. The fourth mistake is you're blowing it on the weekends. I've got news for you. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve to treat yourself. In fact, if you're not lower than 15% body fat, you really don't even deserve to look at a carbohydrate, let alone press your tongue up against one. Now, I get it. Weekends tend to be more social than the weekdays. That's fine. So how can you lose fat, get lean, and stay strong on the weekends? Well, first, start by mapping out your calories over the week. Let's say, for instance, that you figured out that in order to be in a deficit, you need to be eating them 2,100 calories a day or 14,700 calories per week. You know that you're more social on the weekends. So what would a map of your week look like? Well, here it is. This is what I do for clients. If they tell me, hey, Steve, I need to be social on the weekends. We're going out. I take my wife on a date. I've got to have a little bit more flexibility on the weekends. Great. So our goal, remember, is to hit 14,700 for this particular client. Now, I'm not telling you this is the number that you need to hit. All of those numbers are dependent on your activity level, your height, your weight, your body fat percent. We're just using this as an example. So Monday through Friday, you eat 1,900 calories. Saturday and Sunday, we're going to up it to 2,600 calories per day. We are essentially giving you an extra 700 calories per day on Saturday and Sunday for you to be flexible with. Now, the total still hits your 14,700 calorie goal for the week, which creates the weekly deficit you need in order to lose fat, and it gives you more on the weekends. But it also doesn't give you this idea that there's a no restrictions mindset, a cheat day, a free day garbage. Cheat, free, horrible. If your kids came home from school and said, hey, I cheated today, or I got this thing for free, you'd really question it. But yet, for some reason, we use that stupid talk when it comes to food. Eradicate that. It's dumb. Split and plan appropriately. Carefully planning this way will keep you on track, and you will see the pounds start to fall off. Finally, the fifth mistake you are making is... You don't have a plan for when you travel. 
I work with a lot of top performers, executives, entrepreneurs, and CEOs primarily. And the number one thing that we discuss is that they need to have a strategy when they travel. I don't care whether you're traveling to San Francisco or Singapore, you've got to have it and you have to keep it simple. So here's my secret. I'm going to give it to you for free right now. Focus on two things. One, don't ask if, ask when. When you travel too many people say, if I get a chance to work out, let's pause for a second and recognize how stupid that comment is. If you had an employee say, hey, boss, when I get a chance to do my work, dot, 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 how long would you have that person on your team? Stop saying dumb things like that. It's not if, it's when. When will I work out? You know when your meetings are. You know when your flights are. Just plan and stop acting like a child. Everyone can get a 20-minute lifting session in, in the hotel room. I've been in great hotels. I've been in moderate hotels. And I'm telling you, if you are the person that's traveling for business or pleasure, every hotel has a set of dumbbells or a weight machine or something that you can lift for 20 minutes. If for some reason all of those things are taken up, do 20 minutes worth of push-ups and bodyweight squats, you can get 20 minutes in. That's it. That's all you need. 20 minutes when you're on the road to keep you and your strength progressing forward. Now, sure, you're not going to get super strong for, with 20 minutes, but you can get a great workout in. Yes, four is better, but 20 will do. The second strategy that I always recommend is have a food strategy in place. Now, there are a lot of strategies that you can put together. I like to keep mine pretty simple, and I recommend my clients do as well. So I give them three options. Here are the three strategies that I found to be the most effective. First, intermittent fast. Get up, get some coffee, and then don't eat until the evening. This is a great way to maximize the fact that you're on the road, you're busy, you're most likely in meetings, giving presentations, or you're doing things that keep you going. Now, if you want to stay in a caloric restriction, this will typically happen if you intermittent fast and you wait until the evening to get your meal in. Second, eat carnivore or keto. Eating a carnivore or keto type diet when you're on the road will not only give you massive energy, but it will support your overall goals by ensuring that you're keeping protein in and keeping you away from sugars and other carbs and alcohol that has a tendency to lead you to overeating. When you eat keto and carnivore, most people find that their mental acuity goes up significantly. So the second strategy, eat keto, carnivore. Third, combine the previous two strategies. Now, when I travel for work, I typically wake up, I get coffee, and I get going. I wait until night. And when it's nighttime, I am hungry. I am ravenous. And I go find the largest steak I can get my hands on with all the butter, bacon, whatever. After I consume that, I feel great. It keeps my calories in check, my protein in check. And I'm able to perform at my job in the way that I want to while also performing to hit my physical goals. So there you have it. If you stuck with us this long for all 15 minutes of this podcast, I'm going to give you an extra gift. Go to the evolvedmanpodcast.com 
And you can get a copy of my free travel fit guide and get access to the blog related to this podcast. In that blog and in the travel fit guide, I break down some of these simple strategies and I give you a few tips and tricks that will keep you healthy, happy, active, and performing while you're on the road. If you're an evolved man, jump on to the evolvedmanpodcast.com and download my free travel fit guide today. And on that note, folks, it is time for us to wrap up this episode of The Evolved Man. I am Steve Cutler reminding you that it takes time and consistency to evolve. But first, you have to disrupt. And now it's time for you to get out there and evolve. Thanks for joining me for this episode of The Evolved Man. If you're learning from and gaining value from this podcast, please subscribe to The Evolved Man newsletter, where I can support you even more in your evolution. I want to help you reverse engineer your success. The Evolved Man newsletter is like getting a free coaching session with me every week to keep you moving forward on your path to personal success. Go to theevolvedmanpodcast.com to sign up today. If you found value in this episode, you can give us up to a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify and share it with your network. That's the best way to support the podcast so we can continue to get on great guests and provide you this amazing free content. Until next time, keep evolving.